Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business. Hey, everyone. So, 2023 is truly underway. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it's almost the end of January? Not really, though I do feel like I say that every month. (laughs) I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that it's already 2023. Yeah, and you know what? I love nothing more than starting a new year fresh. It's super motivating. And I'm sure you guys out there are already digging into the new year work and kicking some amazing goals. Hell yeah, new year, new you baby. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we did a whole episode on kicking goals in the new year. So if your listeners missed that one because you were maybe sunning yourself on a beach somewhere, then you should go back and actually take a look. So this week, I want to change tact completely and instead help everyone listening get more done in a day by hiring office staff. Yep, I love it. And it's another comment that uh, I hear quite often is I can't keep up with the day-to-day stuff and I've just got no time. Right. We only have 24 hours in a day. We do. Yes. But the question is, how do you use your time? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get into working out how to analyze what you do so that you start spending time only on high return on investment tasks. Although that's important. Yeah, it is. But what I do want to talk about is hiring office staff Mm -hmm. specifically, because you might be at a stage in business that you think you're ready to get some help. But you're honestly asking yourself, so what do I do now and where do I start? Because there are lots of options. Okay, hang on. To do that, I think we need to go back to the beginning and frame up the growth phases of a trade business. We need to share our startup, scale up, sell up model, because I think this is so important in recognising where your trade business currently is sitting. It will probably help with some of the decisions within your business in terms of your team, including this office role we're going to talk about today. Okay, so let's do it. And while we're at it, I think we do a quick book review and shameless plug of our book by the same name, Startup, Scale Up, Sell Up. Yes, that's a bit cheeky. But listen, if you haven't read this book, please do so. We are getting people comment about it. And it really just makes you understand where your business is at the moment. Correct. Every trade business fits into one of these growth phases. So which are you? Startup, scale up or sell up? There are practical insights and lessons for every trade business, regardless of your industry, size or years in business. Lessons that we have personally experienced having owned and operated our own trade business for over 20 years before we sold it last year. Yeah, there will be plenty of that's me comments to yourself whilst you read the book word for word. And the easiest way to read the book is to have us read it to you. You can find the free audiobook version by searching for lifestyle tradey audiobooks wherever you listen to your podcast from. Plus, we'll also leave a link in the show notes. Okay. Or if you want a physical copy 
to cart around and read during perhaps your Smoko so that you can highlight the important parts and dog ear pages and we can help you there too. We've actually got a limited time offer for you to kickstart the new year. So for this month, the month of January 2023, we're giving away both of our books, The Startup, Scale Up, Sell Up and The Tradie Wife, Why Winging It Isn't Working and How Breaking Old Habits Will Help. We're giving it away as a bundle for free, delivered right to your door. Woohoo! What a offer! Absolutely. But we're getting closer to the end of January, so you better mm. jump on it really quick smart. So to get your free hard copies, head to lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast bundle and sign up for the offer. And of course, we'll leave the link also in the show notes. So our book, Startup, Scale Up, Sell Up, is super relevant to today's topic. Why? Because whatever phase you're in will determine who you're looking at hiring to handle admin tasks within your trade business. So Andy, can you share with us when you first started Dr. Drip, you were like super fresh, just starting out and obviously in what we call this startup phase. Mm -hmm. So who was your first hire? You might think it was an apprentice to help me get the jobs done, but it was actually a bookkeeper, which we consider as more of an admin role. But I definitely recommend everyone out there that's just starting out in business to get a bookkeeper immediately. And if you're still what we consider a startup and don't have one, to be quite frank, what are you doing? (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, seriously though, you're a tradie and not a bookkeeper. I understand you think you're trying to save money by doing it yourself, but let's be honest, when do you actually do this type of work? It's not your field. Well, they would do it late at night after completing a full day's of work. Yeah, and they all have a whinge about that. And how are you feeling about doing it at night? Uh, I'd say they're tired and they're over it and all they want to do is watch the telly. Right. Or you want to actually spend time with the kids, your partner, but reconciliation of receipts is calling. Ooh, sounds riveting. (laughs) And because you are so tired, it takes you two to three times as long while you procrastinate, looking at Facebook, Insta, TikTok, you name it, you do it. Sounds like when mistakes happen. Exactly. Not to mention that a bookkeeper actually loves the work and are twice as fast. Plus, they cost you less per hour than you working on the tools. Guess what? It's an absolute no-brainer. Right. So this is where we often see the trade business owner, typically the he, agree to their life partner, the she, to start helping in the business. So being home, this is like a bit of a cliche, right? They've often given up their corporate job or whatever. They're home now looking after a newborn baby. They put up their hand to say, I'm super happy to give you a hand and help. And it's common for her to start doing the books or some admin tasks a few days a week. And although it's great to have her involved, if finance is not her strength, I would still argue that you need a bookkeeper for the finance tasks and have your partner do other work to help you out. Yep. And guess what? Working with your life partner comes with its own complications. Sure does. <laughs> a conversation for another time. Yeah, look, another time because <laughs> we could talk about that forever. Yes, we could. So the startup phase may then, after mm-hmm. the bookkeeper, see you employ your first tradesperson. And you know what? This could either be an apprentice or your qualified tradie. Yeah, exactly. And it definitely depends on your industry and what kind of work you do. But you've either got to, after a bookkeeper, hire an apprentice or a full-time tradie. And you've got to decide which is best for your fit. Yeah. So this is all about being having guys on the tools to basically make money. But Mm -hmm. we actually covered this topic in a past podcast. It was called Your Next Hire, Qualified Tradie or Apprentice. So 
if you want to check that one out, I'll actually add a link to the show notes. So it's obvious to say that once you hire a tradesperson who's working on the tools, then your time as an owner is perhaps freed up a little bit more to do more admin-related stuff. That's right. It's how I grew Dr. Drip. Like I pretty much did it all. I held on to answering the phones, quoting the admin side of the business while still working on the tools. I actively had to find more work so that I was doing long days and also Saturday work. I was bursting at the seams. Then I would work out, now is the time to employ a new tradesperson to take that load off me. You know, I'd give them five days of my work, which would reduce me back to about two days on the tools and three days in the office. And this worked for me for quite a while and I did it over and over again. Yeah, I agree. So if we go back to this startup, scale-up, sell-up model and look at what happens now that you're reaching what I call Mm. the scale-up phase, this is when you're considering to hire maybe someone to take over this admin role because, you know, if you're a tradie and you're still in the tools and you've got your bookkeeper, like we said, and they're doing all those tasks, finance stuff, and now you've got a couple of tradies, either apprentices or qualified people to help you actually do the work, the admin side is getting heavy. So, Now you're thinking of taking someone on in this admin role to do things like answer the phones, respond to emails, managing the team, coordinating jobs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, an increase in work means an increase of activity in the office and perhaps it's becoming just a bit too difficult for you to be on the tools and doing the back-end work as well, just to keep the momentum of the business going. Yeah, look, historically, when you look at a trade at the trade industry in general, we all think that employing someone in the office means having a physical space to cater for a full-time employee. Mm. And when most trade business owners start from running their business from home, even on their dining table, this can be an impossible hurdle. Yeah, it it can. Well, that's where things are a little bit different now. And that's what we want to talk about. There are actually heaps of options to employ someone to help do this office-based tasks. Yeah, it has been an absolute massive change. And I was reading an article just recently talking about research conducted where the majority of workers who are based in an office previously simply just aren't that interested to going back to full-time in an office. They're keen to be doing more of a hybrid style where they can split their time between the office and the home. Yeah, that's awesome. It means we can pretty much hire anyone anywhere. So where do you start? Well, great question. You have to first think about what tasks you want them to take over because this will dictate if you need them full-time or even part-time. Well, it's actually going to help you work out the job description too and even better, get you off doing these tasks that you shouldn't be doing because you cost way too much money per hour. Yep, that is definitely true. Then we need to think about whether you need someone to come to an office and whether you can either cater for this or you can employ someone remotely like a virtual assistant or a VA. Yeah. So let's talk part-time and full-time. So there are lots of first-time stay-home mums that would Mm. literally kill for a part-time job that offers school hours. These guys are so overqualified. It's ridiculous. But they simply just can't keep a full-time job because of this like phase of their life. But they could work from your office or from their own home if the work allowed it. You could seriously benefit big time from offering school hours in your ads. And we've actually done that in the past and we've had some incredible people working for us in, um, in regards to that. Or you could look at a VA or virtual assistant, which is pretty much the same. They can either be local or local as in within Australia or international. Like I know a lot of people are using the Philippines. 
You know, the benefit here with both of these options is that they work remotely. So you don't need to rent out an office or find space in your house for a desk. It's pretty easy. They can be employed by you or you could engage them through a contractor. And again, so many options. You might be saying to yourself, would that work for my trade business? Well, we had a team of VAs in the Philippines for our plumbing business to answer our overflow calls, to do after hours and graphic designs and marketing. And we still have a team there today. And you know what? They're absolutely awesome. These guys are really affordable. They're super loyal because they're just so grateful to have a job. Like it's very hard getting work over there. Yeah. For them. And hang on a minute before anyone gets up in arms about sending Aussie jobs overseas. Yeah, I have heard it quite a few times and obviously we've we've had the business over there for a while. But the thing is, you know, sometimes here in Australia, we just can't get the work for the dollars and cents we need. It's just so expensive and we've got to run a business and look after ourselves sometimes. Yeah, so especially for the simple tasks. I get it. If we could keep everything here in Australia all the time and that would be amazing. But dollars and cents wise, sometimes it's just not not feasible. Oh, I think it's important that people start thinking about their business a bit more globally. We've got and, so much reach. And there's a lot of things that we get our Filipino staff to do and they're absolutely so loyal, but they're things that a lot of staff here just don't want to do these days. Yeah, so valid. Mm. Plus, to add on that, our team are so grateful and appreciative about being employed with us. We know culturally that their money goes back into this pool of the family and we have this huge impact, not just on them, but like the extension of their family. And I love that. Yeah, they're beautiful people and we we treat them like family and it's so good to have them a part of our team. But if I had to share a bit of a downside, there can be a bit of a language barrier. And because of that, they do require closer management and training. And they are obviously in different time zones. So they may not be working the same hours that you do here in Australia. Sure. And there are companies that assist you in hiring an international VA. And sometimes they've even got a physical location for them to go and work from rather than them working from home. Right. So- then there are also local VAs. They can be hired through specific VA companies also. It's really easy to do a quick Google search to find out who's out there and perhaps what's best for you. Yeah, this option is great too because they are based in Australia. There is no language barriers and they can have a joke with your customers and they all understand each other. And they're all in the same time zone depending on what state you're both in. Yep. But they do come at a higher cost than the international VAs just because the wages over here in Australia are so much higher. And because you aren't face-to-face with these guys, you can't really build a relationship and foster an awesome culture like you could do if an admin was working from your own office. Yeah, true. So if you're wanting perhaps more control and that potential to build culture, and if you're ready for the commitment, then you might consider hiring full-time or part-time team member. Yeah. You know, someone that you can manage and are responsible for and someone that you can build a strong rapport with. And they could be local or remote. It circles back to this part-time, full-time conversation. They do, of course, cost more money than a contracted VA. Plus, you need to keep up with giving them enough work to fill their day. Yeah. Look, seeing we've done all of the above, do you, Andy, have a personal preference? 
Yeah, I mean, it really does depend on what the admin person is responsible for, like what tasks are they actually doing? And this would differ between a maintenance-based business like ours versus a project-based business like a landscaper or a builder. But all in all, I personally prefer to hire a local team members because having someone treat the business like their own and working beside me every single day is definitely better. The communication is easier, it's stronger, and it's far more productive. But if you don't have a physical space for them to work in, remote is a great way to go as well. Yeah, I agree. But there is a downside to hiring someone internally if that's the way you want to go. The first bit is you're committed, right? You can't just get rid of them whenever you want. Plus, you have to put in the work to hire them. You could use a recruiting company, but at the end of the day, you need to develop their job description, decide on a wage or salary. You need to build the job ad. You need to post it to job directories. Yeah, I guess so. But you really have to do that regardless of your decision to employ someone in the office or if it's remote. You're right. You've still got to go through applications, conduct interviews and whittle down the candidates. But it's worth it in the end. You'd be like, what the hell do I do with all my free time now? (laughs) And the phone won't be attached to your head every day of the week. But that's when we can finally focus on these high return on investment tasks to take your business to the next level. You can actually work on the business, as we say, instead of working in it. Yes, and this is a serious game changer. So if you think you're ready to hire someone, then really consider the options and get it done. Yes, good luck and reach out if you need any help with this. Definitely, if you need any help with hiring in your trade business, I'd love to jump on a free strategy session and talk you through it. All you need to do is head to lifestyletradie.com.au or click on the links in the show notes to book in a chat with me. Speak to you soon and we'll see you then. See you next week. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business now. Wherever you get your favourite podcasts, rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.